COVID vaccinations for no longer neutral. Black Lives Matter, whether it's a hash. Can't take it no longer. It's minority children that are suffering the most. Begin to have real conversations. No, no longer, longer neutral. neutral. Did you know that USC and UCLA are moving to the um, They're going to the Big Ten right. in, two, in 2024. It's all about the bucks. Now, what did I say? And what so did what I say? Are your it's about all, about all about the, the money. And, and the, the, the uh, depletion of the the, uh, the Pac-12, it has really declined, um, like, national status. Um, Pac, you know, Pac-12 is not on anybody's radar and the big kids is the, is the big kids on the block, and they are just gobbling up. If you look at the map, there's only two teams on the West Coast that are in the Big Ten, and that's us, UCLA and SC. But it's all about money yeah. at the end of the day. So what are your thoughts at the about end of the, the money part with those young students? Kids. All right. Woo, y'all right in my wheelhouse here. Woo. Uh, well, what we were saying, Edward, is specifically I had brought up the example of there's a high school student who's getting an $8 million deal. I don't know if you've heard about this, but he's getting uh, an $8 million deal for, and he's in high school, and he is, yep. yeah, yeah, and so you've heard about it. And so we were talking, Sharice is concerned, obviously, very parental, very, you know, want to make sure that this young man doesn't, and the family doesn't blow the money, looking at generational wealth and so forth. And my feeling is obviously what was before wasn't working either because the, the the college athletes were basically you know just poor and you weren't able to get anything you know there was terrible living you know but you're making all this money for the college you know what I mean but yet you don't exactly. even get a job so where do you fall? So there's so many layers to that so I'm going to give you a couple of personal stories that I I know so. Um, there's a young man who played in the NBA, won a championship, actually won an Olympic gold medal as well. And my my um, uh, my uh, high school friend was his coach at Dominguez High School, and um, Tyson Chandler. Oh, I know Tyson. Now Tyson. Lived wow, in Tyson used to train my uh, my son. Go ahead. Man, so Mike, so Mike, you you pretty much I don't know how much of the story you know about Tyson, but Tyson grew up in Riverside. Absolutely. Highly, highly recognized, um, and at the end of the day, uh, the shoe company runs everything. Mm-hmm. They determine where these kids go, and these kids. So anyway, Tyson uh, basically, um, uh, my friend uh, Russell, he needed a he needed a star player, mm-hmm. and he was under Nike's. Um, uh, under their umbrella, and so Tyson wanted to play with the elite ball players. So um, Nike, one of the Nike reps, became his legal guardian. He went to Dominguez. They, you know, you know, he did marvelous things at Dominguez and so forth and so on. Tyson was gr- coming. He was going to school in a fully loaded Escalade. Wow. Yeah, fully loaded. Um, Two companies. You talking, about, you talking about when he went to college in Arizona? No, when he was in high school, high school. at Dominguez. Wow. So he was commuting from Riverside in an Escalade. And that's what we were speaking about, how many young people at this point are going to be offered that amount of money in high school. Yeah, because so, so it's, you know what, Mike? So basically, it's been going on. Oh, yeah, because, you know, you know, one of the things that I'm really aware of is travel ball. You know, my sons oh, all went through travel man. ball. 
that whole yeah. travel ball setup is almost like what's the word we use when you manufacture people? What's that word? Um, Indentured yeah, slavery. Yeah, but it's a, a business term when you manufacture. We're the product. Like the the actual young sports yes, athletes are absolutely. the product. You know, it's like we're warehousing absolutely. them. That's what I wanted to say. We're sort of warehousing yes, them. And they, yeah. And so, and on that note, um, another young man, uh, Tayshawn Prince, no, ta- yeah, went to Dominguez as well, and then went to Kentucky. Another, yep. yes, yeah, one of the Shout NBA championships. What's on? Shout out to Dominguez. And what's that, dear? Uh, so I said, shout out to the city of Compton athletes. Oh, CPT, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, this is AD. All day, we, hey, all day, CPT, all day. But anyway, so so Tayshawn, uh, still under the Nike. Dominguez is still under the Nike umbrella, and Tayshawn could go to any school he wanted to go. He had offers all over the place, provided it was a Nike college. Yep. So he goes to Kentucky, which is under that. And it's really, um, uh, uh, I forgot the, the term that you used, Mike. That, that, that They really, housing, um, housing uh, producing. Uh, you know, they provide the colleges, and, you know, that have certain needs for you know, different type of ball players. Uh, money has always been a driving force illegally. Mm-hmm. And the the schools are able to uh, manipulate it. Right. Now that it's legalized, they don't, they don't have as much control over it, mm-hmm. over the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you can where, be a brand like Nike and yes, be uh-huh. so powerful enough to actually have a family choose you as the school over the, what the school is offering, like you're not even choosing the athletic program or you're not even choosing the educational program, now you're following what the actual brand. It's almost like the brand has bought the the the, the athlete. You know? Absolutely, merchandise, absolutely, right? Merchandise and athletes, right? Yes. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And um, you know, I and, and the and the and the universities are pissed because they really don't have the control that they used to have. Yeah, I know. And you know, I'll say this, this is you know, you'll laugh at this cuz you know I'm no sports. Poor, 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 poor Nick Saban. You know what I mean? I am not crying for that. I am not crying for that dude at all. You've been dynastied up for the last 10 Yeah, you've been dynastied up for the last 10 years. And now you crying, man. Go over there and sit down. So let me ask you this, Edward. Let me ask you this. So yeah. How do we support? Because you know, I'm always thinking about the the person that is under this new whatever, right? So we use some terms around um, producing and indentured servitude and things like that. So how do we make sure that these young people really are in charge of their destiny and that the 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 organization is not just you know, enslaving them in a different way. Let's do one together. That is, you know, you have to go to, um, there's a young man at Alabama right now, uh, Bryce Young. Bryce yep. Young yep. had a million-dollar contract. Yep. He has a million-dollar endorsement. He played a modern day. Yep. His parents, um, it really starts at the houses. It, 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 the 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 um the parents have to be educated mm-hmm. 
on it, it starts at the home. I, I use Bryce. They're they're the they're the they're the um, the minority, well-rounded, you know, rooted, well-educated parents. Um, he just has good. He has a great foundation, and so um, I, I really think it, it. The the parents have to be educated on. Um, on 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 you know how to finance their kids and 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 all that. So I, I think it starts at home. Um, you know, a lot of these kids unfortunately come from single parent homes, and so they're you know the the, the drive is to to help the family, but at the same time, um, and there's so many that these kids got uh, come out of. For every Kobe Bryant, there's about eighty that don't even get a look at that leaves that leaves don't you know that leaves that leave high school early yeah so you know the, the lebrons and the Kobe's are the ratio's like 80 to 1 mm-hmm. so you got these kids that um are chasing after the money um and the parents are chasing after the money too and and so i, I think it starts at the educating the their the kids' parents. Yeah, you also that's, just that's made a good segue and connection as to why, in a bigger picture, it's not just – it wasn't just about the money. It was also about accessibility for players. For USC and UCLA, you just made a perfect point, and that is that Bryce Young left the state of California where he didn't have to. Yeah. I mean, he went to Alabama because basically he knew that NIL deal, and Alabama has those kind of deals and that kind of money, and the SEC yeah, is yeah. offering that kind of money for these NIL name, image, and likeness deals. Then of course you're gonna follow yeah. the money, but if USC and UCLA were also involved in that kind of competition where the money mattered, that young man probably would have stayed in California. Absolutely. And most Absolutely. Californian athletes are now leaving, and that's why USC and UCLA is getting on the train. And hey, if the train is moving, we got to get on it or be left behind. We're gonna lose all these athletes to all these other states. So, Mike, so uh, a friend of mine's son who played at Bosco and. Um, he's at he's at Ohio State. Okay. His his dad played at UCLA. See. He leapfrogged all them universities See. to go right. to Ohio State. It's, it's happening. UCLA where his dad it's went. Happening. Because of the money. It's happening. Oregon is getting them all. I'm noticing. You know, even some of our kids oh, yeah. are even oh. going deep south. Yeah. Which you know, our students hardly ever. I have a cousin. He's going to play with uh, Jackson State with with Deion Sanders. And you know what? I was just a, hey, and that was riddle me this. Uh, Dion got the top recruited player last year to go to Jackson State. Sure did, right? And it had nothing. To, look, it had nothing to do with how nice the uniforms look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were all all kind. It had and, nothing and, to do with it. No, you're right. And Nick Saban. It had nothing to do with it. And Nick Saban was the one that spread that false rumor, too, that he was actually getting all that money. Oh. Yeah, they said he was getting all that money. It's happening off the field that is driving these kids to these places. And Dion said, I don't even make that kind of money. Why am I going to pay him that kind of money? Exactly. 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 I am not surprised because everything is... Is it's 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 all money driven. Yeah, absolutely. Period. So, what are your thoughts about the future? So, you know, uh, before we came on with you, we were talking about what that means with USC and UCLA going into a whole nother, um, you know, group or whatever. Mm -hmm. Another 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 league. Right, right. 
So how yeah, do you see conference, yeah. now? How do you see like the? I guess it's no longer the Pac-12. It's the Pac-10. Pac-10. What it originally was? Yeah, it was originally the Pac. The, it was really originally the Pac-10, and that's where we're, we're back to that. Um, I just see um, there's no turning back now. You know, they they opened up this what's called the transfer portals. Yep. Um, there's no loyalty to to anyone. No one's no loyal to anyone. Period. Um, including the, 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 the ball player. Correct. You know, I have a, another, another friend of mine. His son just jumped ship from SC to, to go to, uh, oh, my gosh, where did he go? But he went, like, Midwest. Got it. And he just went to the, the – he just uh, – they just went to the Elite Eight last year, uh, SC basketball program. Right. And they, he jumped ship. So the, the transfer portal – the, uh, the and what that means for Ayana and, and Sharif, it would mean like, for instance, I'm in high school. Mm-hmm. I'm a 12th grader. And now a college is pursuing me. I choose them. Mm-hmm. But I don't start my whole first year. I don't play that much. Right. So now mm-hmm. I can say, because I didn't play that much, even though I'm a five-star athlete, and I'm really good, but this school has other five-star athletes. Uh-huh. So now it kind of yeah. also makes them... It makes the entire college athlete world, as far as football and basketball, more parallel, more equal, because now you have athletes. You can't have, like, a whole roster of all five-star athletes, but yet you look at UCLA, USC, and we got three and four stars. Well, now some of them five stars who are not playing at the Alabamas where they have all this money are going to say, you know what, let me go over here and try them out. And now I can do it. Before this whole transfer portal, you were locked in. If your family signed the contract with me for Alabama, you at Alabama. So is that is that the same as um, what I knew of is using a red shirt year? Is that the yes. same? Yes, okay. it's similar. Okay. It's similar. It's similar. Red shirt year just means you sit out. Yeah. Yeah, actually, actually, you don't, Mike, you don't even have to sit out now. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Right. Because you, you don't even have, to, you you don't have the red shirt. So, right. you know, the red shirt. Um, Allowed uh, you an extra so year. They gave, you, they give you like two years. To, back in the day, they, used, they give you two years to red shirt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Uh, but now you don't even have to red shirt. You could just say, check please, and I'm out. It's, 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 even, it's even a broader, more freer enterprise than the NFL and the it NBA. Is. My, oh, because the NFL and the NBA, you have to be traded, yeah. right? And you get paid for being traded. Well, now I can be in somewhere and I can be traded somewhere else, but I get to choose. I don't have to wait for my contract to be over. I don't have no contract. So let me ask you, fellas, this. So, you know, what I'm familiar with, in the times that I was in high school, your coach or your counselor, I know that there was a a counselor that was assigned to the athletes when I was at Benning High Mm -hmm. School. They did a lot Mm -hmm. of your, um, I don't know if it's negotiation or they helped your parents with recruitment. Then, yes. So now do high school players need agents as early as high school? Yes. Uh, Oh, absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's what crazy is. That's your next job. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead, keep going. <laughs> they're pointing at me and saying, that's my next job. That's what they're both doing. They're at with their team. They're saying, that's your next job. They know I'm making a career move, so they want me to do this. Sure. <laughs> uh, sure. Listen, listen. They are plucking these young men at the age of 12. As soon as they are on the AAU radar, and the, the, the threshold uh, is... If you get an invite to like a Nike camp or mm-hmm. Adidas camp, mm-hmm. and you got about twenty or twenty-five D one coaches just sitting looking at you, they just 
I hate to say slavery, but it's kind of like you just pick the, the one you want. you out, huh? <laughs> And you just ride, That's how it and you feels. just constantly, oh, you sending them, you look, you sending them, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, trinkets, Correct. you know, and, and you, and they are literally, and they, and, and so there's a, uh, and they have it in like the, in the, um, business, uh, world, they call it the headhunters. Mm-hmm. They have headhunters mm-hmm. for ballplayers too. Oh yeah. yeah. And so you got these dudes who are affiliated with certain high schools. I, uh, actually Sharice, um. Our friend, uh, <laughs> our one of Wilshire's and I's friend, his uncle was a headhunter for for St. John Bosco. Okay. Right. And you know what it reminds me of, too? Edward, you know what it reminds me of? And you just hit, you just making me think of so many different things that are out of line. I mean, we will be talking about this. Now it's legal. But ethically and morally, there is so much wrong with this. Yes. Like, for instance, oh, about, yes, absolutely. Yeah, you absolutely. just made me think about how we're basically, you know, Ayana used the term earlier, merchandising athletes. And it also yes. feels like not only just merchandising them before they're even social, emotionally ready to handle all this that's right. coming at them. It also feels like for me, just for me, that this is going to sting. But our families, too, are like... I guess, you know, you know, I, I'm trying to set myself aside and say, okay, how would I be if this happened with my family and would I follow the money and so forth? And, you know, I have to be honest and say morally and ethically, honestly, I probably would. But at the same time, I'm hoping that I would hold on to some kind of regard for my child's social, emotional well-being and not involve them so much in the business part of all this. Because what's happening yeah. is we would frown if anyone, anyone on the planet was going after, let's say, for instance, or courting. I'm going to use the word courting. We're courting athletes, you know, and right. just like we would court a young child for pedophile, you know, pedophiles court children. Right, it feels like, you know, no, let's say like praying on praying athletes. On and, athletes. Pray. and now it and feels like that's what we're doing with these young athletes. You've become a marketable. These skills that they're certainly obviously showcasing are amazing and, you know, obviously money should be at the future of all that for those that actually have that skill, but let them be of age. I'm, I'm not comfortable with the young. You know, um, at, and and I was talking to them earlier that you know my my high school and college sweetheart was an uh, is is was an athlete, and he decided to come out early. Um, he was at Fresno State, and he came out at age twenty, maybe twenty twenty one. Mm-hmm. And he, at the time, he was the youngest athlete in the league, mm. and what it did to him. Uh, and he will share his own story, so I won't say his name. I don't want to be sued, but, you know, he will share his, he, he will share his story and how he feels about the league and how unprotected he was because, like, you know, they are very immature. And his signing bonus at age 20 was like $1.2 That was just the signing bonus. To, to have the responsibility of performing in the NFL, which he was doing great in college, but that transition to perform. And then he's, you know, on a team fraternizing with grown men, you know, grown mature men and who manipulated some of their innocence and not having the parental Mm -hmm. um, support. They loved, loved them dearly, but not knowing um, financial management, even in, 
like for me, like if I was to, I couldn't give a millionaire any advice. Right. You know what I mean? I right. never, I never budgeted right. an account yeah, with absolutely. millions of dollars right. other than my right. school budget. You know, right. that a whole that has a whole lot of guidelines and policies and procedures to follow. Right. But um. But this is a kid. To, this is a kid. Right. A kid. And to manage the women, the money, the pressure. Yeah. Right. He was just yeah. not mature yeah. enough to handle it, and therefore is at the same income level as he was as a college student now. Mm. And, you know, he spent yeah, um, 15 years and retired from the league. Got it. So um, one of the things I've been blessed um, in, in my profession, um, MRI tech, and um, my company has contract with Players Association. Mm. So I have scanned... Mm. tons of, of NBA and NFL players, mainly the NBA players. And in, from and I'm going top to bottom. From uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was my, one of my patients, all the way down to Blue Edwards, who you probably don't even know unless you are really a ball. You, know, you, you said Blue NBA. Edwards? Blue Edwards played at Utah. Mm-mm. And um, I even I, I even scanned uh, Dale Curry. Oh, wow. uh, right, the, yeah, I know Dale Curry. The year yeah. that the year that um, it was uh, Steph's first year. Here's the funny part. I just thought it was just like so humbling. And I was like, you know, Dale, hey, you're great. You're the, I mean, what is your son? You know, he's going into the league, and he's like. He'll be special. That's what he said. He'll be special. He'll be special. And he's just kind of great. And, and, and very nice, very nice man. But I, I scan these ball players, and unfortunately, they all, the majority of them look like us. Mm-hmm. And the saddest part um, is they did not manage their money well. So they come to see me to try to get permanent disability from the league. Now, okay, California Edward. is one of the few states that there's no time limit to get permanent disability. Wow. But basically, um, uh, they fly them in from all over the place. And um, I scan them, you know, I, I scan them so they can start their disability process. And, and the guys are usually doing it for three reasons. One, to sustain their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Because now a check's not coming in. Right. Some some are doing it just out of principle, and some of them are doing it because they are flat broke. And I'm talking, I've scared, one of the most heartbreaking, I'm not going to mention his name, um, he played in the 70s, um, he held a lot of records, and he's on the phone selling his memorabilia. Yeah. Because sad. he has no money. Well, yeah, yeah. Look, at, look at Devontae and West. The, and the part that breaks my heart is that they most of them look like us. Yeah, you know the West story, and, right, Edward? Huh? You know the West story, right? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Heartbreaking. 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 And, you know, just just keep in mind, since I'm going to be a, a sports agent, according to Sharice and Ayanna, that yes, I'm going to I'm I'm need you. I'm going to need you. <laughs> I'm going to need your services with the MRI. That's going to be Absolutely, man. All right, I Edward, I, I, we we really appreciate you calling in, and we hope that you will, you know, not this won't be the last that you will call in and participate with our show. Absolutely. Oh, and, absolutely! It was a pleasure. You guys were right in my wheelhouse. Y'all hit me in my sweet spot. You guys, that's 
we could talk all day. Well, good, because we need you for about five, ten more minutes. I have something else to ask you. Because now that we've sort of segued from the the NIL, we were also having a conversation, and it's really good that we actually have a listener on, 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 on the phone because we need to sort of find out what the viewpoints are as it relates to coming out of the pandemic. I was sharing, yeah. and so was Ayana and Sharice around just, you know, coming out of the pandemic, which obviously is still here, and we're sort of hopefully moving forward. But there's so much going on in the world. We were talking about the divisiveness and what the pandemic sort of brought us. And even though we're all joyful and grateful and blessed to be here, but there's so many things that are hitting right now, like with, with, with gas prices, with the war, with gun control, with abortion, with gay rights, with just so much is happening. And with people, we're sort of asking that, you know, what, what's your take on what people should do as they wrestle with all these issues? Whatever, whatever um, tool mm-hmm. um, they can find that gives them peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Um, and whatever that looks like for you, whether it's religion, meditate. Um, I, from, I've noticed the, um, uh, the mental distress after the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, people, it just seems like they're more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 it took a, uh, I, I think the biggest blow besides our, the physical, mm-hmm. um, was, is the mental, mm-hmm. uh, effect it had on a lot of people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yes absolutely and uh and Sharice and I we we uh talk mm-hmm. about it a lot uh mm-hmm. the just the, the behavior I I in my field I see I, I you know I meet strangers all day long mm-hmm. and um some are are a lot um have some type of uh, uh anxiety mm-hmm out of control, um, so, yeah, yeah, and uh, it, I, I, I see it. I see it every day, um, and, and it's and some are, you know, some people are, you know, uh, it's at different levels, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I, I think that whatever, 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 whatever uh, peace looks like to you. There you go. <laughs> I think people should try to yeah, gravitate towards it. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially now. Mm-hmm. More important now than ever. You're echoing a lot of our sentiments, yeah. so that's perfect. You know, we were talking about social emotional so much. Do either of you ladies have a question for Ed as we get ready to go? No, I think we are. We just appreciate you, you. Um, calling in and spending some time with us. Absolutely. We'll definitely have you yeah. back. You're our first caller at work. <laughs> Whoa, all right. I feel honored. Yes, absolutely. So when we're on our thousandth show, we're going to have to have you come back for the reunion. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. That, that sounds like a plan. All right, now. Right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you guys. God bless. Take care. Take you care do. now. We Bye-bye. are no longer neutral. Please do not forget to follow and rate our show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at nolongerneutral.com. See you soon.